Good morning, good evening, and good night, world. Welcome back to the Sabali Podcast. I'm your host, Deontay Nelson, and this is volume 19. You know, we um, was out of commission last week, you know, but we back, you know, with the ball rolling with this week episode, and uh, we're going to keep it going. So, uh, as always, man, appreciate everybody that tunes in. And uh, take the time out of your day just to, you know, listen to me talk. And um, had a lot to say, you know, this week. And, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it, man. Let's get into it. So, excuse me. Last week, there was no episode last week. Uh, last week was a shit show, <laughs> to say the very least, man. Um, last week, I um, I tried working third shift at my job, and it was just horrible from the first from the first moment I tried it. Like as soon as I got to going through the night, I was like, "Yeah, this ain't this ain't gonna work right here, buddy." All it took for me was one night working third shift for me to realize that this shit just ain't for me. Like, not even if, not even finishing my shift, just like halfway through it, I'm like, yep, this ain't finna be happening. Like, I felt it just in my body. I was like, this ain't finna work. And it was like, oh, you know, like, it'll take some time, you know, for your body to adjust. I'm like, yeah, obviously, I'm like, but like your body, your body, never fully gets the complete adjustment at least not for me unless you know you stay on that that cycle the whole time and you don't stay on that cycle the whole time because like when you on your off days you sleep regularly you sleep like doing regular hours then when it's time for you to go back you gotta like get your body reacquainted with being up at night and sleeping through through the day all over again and i was like all right First night, I can already tell how this is going to go. Like, I'm not going to do it. Like, yeah, it was supposed to be, like, making more money and stuff. But it's, like, money isn't everything, man. Like, money, you know, money, you know, plays a factor in everybody's life. But, like, like if I'm making more money, but what I'm giving up is me being able to see my family, you know, just through the week and shit like that. When I literally, we stay in the same house, but, like. When I'm leaving for work, they're coming home. And when I'm coming home, they're leaving to go off to start their own day. So, like, I was like, yeah, fuck this. I'd rather just go back to to my regular shift. Like, wasn't nothing wrong with it. I was just trying to, you know, I just always, I'm always the type of, like, you know, I'd rather try something than instead of wondering what if, because I can't do shit about the what if. But if I try it and it work out, cool. But if I try it, and I don't like the shit like I did with this third shift position, then cool, I just go back to my regular schedule. So that's what that's what happened with last week with the episode. Like I was wanted to record something and try to put something out, but I didn't just want to be putting some some BS out. Shit. <laughs> I didn't want to be putting some BS out. Just be putting something out. And I didn't 
and I was just too tired to even try to even put something out. Like, like I went into work. I, was, I went into work on Tuesday night and got off Wednesday morning, and like, and I really didn't get much sleep. But the sleep I did get, and I woke up, and I just felt horrible. I was like, God, this is not, this is trash. I feel like trash. I can't, I can't do this. Can't do it at all, man. Like, the money was supposed to be better, and if it was going to be better, it wasn't worth what I was losing to gain that money. It's not like, like with my position now, I'm hurting for money. Like, my position now is pretty well, so I was like, yeah, just let me go ahead and start back to my, my regular routine the following weekend so I can just stick to what I know and keep the motherfucking ball rolling because that to anybody that worked third shift I salute you because that shit is not easy I used to be able to do that back in my my early 20s but on the the back end on this this late 20 end right now nah beloved I can't do it not me not not my situation. Not with having kids and wanting to see my kids and wanting to see my girl and coming today. That's my family is who I work hard for. So if I'm working hard for these people that I can't even see, then what am I working hard for? I much rather work hard on my schedule that I'm on, that I'm comfortable with, that I'm gotten acquainted with, and still see my family at the same time. So like. Yeah, they, I mean, for me, that was just like a lose-lose. Like, all right, I'm working thirds. That's a L. Not seeing my my family, even though we literally in the same household. That's a bigger L. It's like, oh, no, I'm not doing this. It's just, it's just that simple, man. Like, you got to make you gotta make those type of decisions. It means work with whatever the outcome is, but don't be afraid to try try new things because you never know what that might lead to. But you, it's a lesson in it either way, whether it be good or bad, but it's a lesson in everything. So don't be afraid to just try something new because that's how you can, at least I think that's how you continue to grow by trying new things and just trying to be out of your comfort zone. You know what I mean? If not, you you might just end up being stagnant or you might be comfortable and happy with just being in one spot, which ain't nothing wrong with that neither. But if you want people that want to continue to grow, you got to branch out out of your own rim. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. This time of year is kind of, well, not kind of, it is really special to me because, you know, I get to just, you know, like it's, it's, it's good to reflect. I mean, sometimes in, just depending on what you're reflecting on, but like, I'm I'm definitely happy and and proud of myself and my partner. You know, from, to like looking back just just like a year alone to look and see how far we've came, how far we've come uh, together and individually as people. Like, um, you know. Shoot, around this time last year, uh, you know, the first thing that happened was I went off to went off to truck driving school. 
you know, I was in Iowa, and um, that shit was rough, man. It was, it was rough, like in more ways than one. Like, it, I mean, it obviously paid off because I'm, I'm using, I'm utilizing that now. Like, I'm, you know, I'm a semi driver and stuff, you know, driving semi trucks and stuff. So I'm putting that to use. So like, it's crazy that I was just in school for that a year ago, and I'm making making a decent living like I'm not balling out of control but like bills are being paid you know but um I was doing that a year ago and um it was hard because you know she was you know she was pregnant with our son and you know she's she pretty much almost could have had him at at any given moment while I was off at truck driving school you know, that was rattling my brain because I was like, dude, if I miss the birth of my son, I'm going to fight somebody. <laughs> like, and I will only really be fighting myself because, you know, I put myself in that position. But I mean, but she gave me that, the support that she always gives me and told me to go out there and that she'll, you know, she'll be fine. You know, if, if it comes to that point, you know what I mean? She'll, she'll hold it down and like, I'll get there when I can. But like, yeah, I was worried, man. I was real fucking worried. So I was, I was going away from her for, for three weeks. You know, the first week it was it was rough, man. But that second week, I was ready to go home. <laughs> I mean, because I was so I was just I was a nervous wreck. It was getting closer and closer to the due date. I was just a nervous wreck. I'm like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. But like, um. I'm not a big, like, I don't know, like, not a big religious person, but I do, you know, I do believe in God and stuff like that. Like, I'm more of, I guess, a spiritual person, but, like, I, when I was going through that second week when I was in Iowa off a of truck driving school, I was just, I didn't know what else to do besides just pray. And, like, I literally prayed on it, and I remember it was, it was literally, like, pretty sure it was that either that Monday or the second week I was praying just like God you know, just give me some type of some type of um, sign or something just show me that I'm doing something right with myself or you know that I'm doing I don't know I just I just was asking for a sign of point me in the direction where I needed to go or whatever and I'm pretty sure that was a Monday that was that Monday because they were they were cutting people like for school like, they were, like the cut date was Wednesday every Wednesday you had to make a certain progress by Wednesday and if you didn't make that progress that would send you home so I was like I'm about to leave before Wednesday because I'm ready to go home now <laughs> but she kept telling me like no you're not coming home you know like you you went up there you did all this stuff to get up there you know what I mean stick it out like she's always 1000% supportive even when I wasn't believing in myself at the time. So, like, I remember I broke down. Pretty much damn near crying. And just, like, prayed about, like, God, just give me some type of sign. And then two, da- two days later, you know, I had got an email, you know, from an agent talking about, you know, I had been you know, invited to this, this, this combine tournament in Puerto Rico. And I was so confused because at that point in my life, I was not looking to go 
try to play ball anywhere. Like, I had, like, I guess, like, towards the end of of um, 2017, I was sitting out, you know, emailing scouts, coaches, tapes, and all that, just, you know, just doing the own, my own footwork for it, trying to get somewhere to hoop. But, like, by that time when I was in truck driving school, I wasn't I wasn't thinking about basketball anymore. I was thinking about I'm about to get this my CDL license, I'm about to get this money, and it's about to be on. But then like two days later I got the emails like, you know, you've been selected, you know, you're sending your film and you know, you'll be picked out of like a group of people and see if you get picked or not. Then I was like I was so confused. I was like, what is going on? I'm like, I'm like that's this the sign that God sent me. And like I was just I was just in awe, man. Like I was I was mind blown because like, I was not even looking for that opportunity anymore. And I remember telling telling my girl about it and you know telling my friends about it like dog like this is this is what I've been waiting on but like the timing is so bad dude like and it was just like and then dad just had to ask myself like can I live with with passing up on this opportunity and you know, he's like. My answer was my instinct, gut answer was no. Like I, that's all I ever wanted was just an opportunity. Like it's like, all right. Now it's like one other thing is like, all right now I'm gonna fucking get the money to do this because I'm already on on thin ends, you know, with this shit. Like with being away from from the family and you know my funds was low because I had left my previous job before I went to truck driving school because they, I mean, it was a hard labor job with not great pay. So I'm like, fuck, what the fuck I'm finna do? Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do, man. Like, I ended up getting, being one of the, the I think it was like 16 guys that were selected to go to Puerto Rico, but it's like, fuck, now, all right, now I gotta pay for the fucking flight and I gotta pay for my fee. Had the money for the fee. I really didn't have the bread for the flight. I was like, I'm not going to be able to go. I'm like, fuck it. You know, my girl's just like, see if you can borrow from somebody. And I'm like, you know, at that time, I'm being prideful like a nigga. Like, no, nah, I don't want to ask nobody. You know what I mean? She's like, dude, like, you you won't hurt. Like, it won't hurt to ask. All right, fuck it. So I asked one of my best friends, you know, could he look out for me? me to get to Puerto Rico because shit he's one of the people that was sending me stuff to go to combines and stuff like that before I even really even looked into him like that he was sending me stuff you know and that friend's my my friend Carl Lee like that that's my that's my ace man like he he looked out for me multiple times through life situations and he, he got me Pay for my plane ticket for me to go to Puerto Rico. Like, you don't find you don't find people like that, man. Like he didn't have to do that. Like he got no benefit from from me going to Puerto Rico. He just did it off the strength. You know what I mean? I you know I that's my brother, man. I love him to death, man. And I I'm beyond thankful for him and the friends that I do have in my life because we all help. We all help each other and look out for each other when it's needed. Like we all know that. Like we all out here doing what we gotta do as far as being fathers and providing for our families and stuff, but like 
as men, we need a, a support group of men. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we need help. And, like, that's something I always know, man. Like, I mean, I get prideful. I get prideful sometimes. I'm a man because I want to do everything on my own. I want to stand strong and blah, blah, blah. But, like, that's not realistic. It's not realistic at all. Like, there's nobody that's ever been successful in anything that's just done it on their own. Like, along the way, they had got some help. Unless you're somebody that hit the lottery and you, you know, you did the scratch off yourself. I mean, that's like one in every, what, 100,000 people that do. But, like, as far as, like, being successful and building something, everybody needs help. Everybody needs help. Well, I... So after I, after I finished, I stayed in school, truck driving school. After I finished that up, I got back home just in time for me to see my son be born. And then he was born on the 14th, and I say about, what, 10 days after that, I was heading to Puerto Rico, you know, like, in the span of like a, of a month time, I went through such a drastic, multiple drastic changes that like I never really got the set, sit down and just really think about it. But like those, all three of those things were very life changing. That I still like, you know, being affected by positively till this day. Like you know, the birth of my son. You know, like <laughs> he's literally like gonna be like the coolest dude ever man and then like you know going to going to damn Iowa and just experiencing that being away from home and from my family then going to Puerto Rico and just the whole experience out there with meeting the dudes I met you know what I mean like my dude Rashad my dude Ty Showtime uh Thylus Ant Steph God damn, uh, Ken, man, Q, Sheldon. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a bunch of dudes that I met down there. And, like, I, they all were just all down to earth good dudes, man. Like, with nobody beefing or with nobody on no dumb stuff, we all was just there trying to accomplish the same goal but enjoying it at the same time. And, like, couldn't have been down there with a better group of dudes you know Andrew I'm just trying to think off the top of my head all the dudes like we all we we experienced a a moment in, in life where we all pretty much could have died being adventurous on this big ass rock with these waves splashing us and could have knocked us off these jagged rocks and knocked us into the ocean and been dead but I mean for, at first it was thrilling we was thinking about like oh like we just survived and shit but like we really could have died we all just like, oh shit, we, we really just did that. Like, and then going to like, going to the schools there in Puerto Rico and meeting the kids, man, you would have thought we was some damn NBA players out of kids was treating us down there in Puerto Rico, but it was just dope. Like, cause, I mean, I speak for myself. I ain't never really got to feel nothing like that. I mean, like I played college ball, but like, you know, kids was just there and like, but like to walk in like a whole gymnasium and like bunch of people that ain't never seen you before in life just like screaming like you fucking LeBron or something like that that shit was cool as hell and then like we got the scrimmage and scrimmage with some of the, like the high school basketball team kids and them kids was really good man 
then like just determine itself as a great experience, you know, getting that overseas field of competition and playing against the overseas competition. Like that was dope. And uh yeah, man, it just make me real, real, real humble and thankful, you know, because Puerto Rico had that big hurricane that hit them and like they're still feeling the effects of that. And, like that's that's something I, I never forgot. Like like we were right by the the college the, uh, where we stayed at was right next to the college and uh we went to one of the schools we visited and we were supposed to go to another school but we didn't go to that second school because they didn't have no running water and no power like it just shut off so like school was like canceled I'm like that's crazy like that's beyond crazy man and then we get back to our rooms you know people just trying to chill until we gotta start going hoop that night and like our power ain't on so we had to go to the university to like to charge our phones and stuff like that but they all just chilling man they all just chilling came like oh yeah this happens pretty often like you know the power will go out and we like what y'all y'all just be chilling like this is cool you know, like well, there's nothing we can really do about it but we just here and like i don't know man i definitely got to go back to puerto rico again in my lifetime because it was just such good beautiful people out there good just just good down genuine people like we were walking on the beach man like everybody's just speaking to us like just having a conversation talk to us about sports and just life and just like you know how we feel about puerto rico like it's just good genuine people down there man and they they strong people strong people down there in puerto rico but it's just it's crazy man they all happen in a in a year span of time and like I don't know I just want to continue to keep progressing like this in life and it feels good I want to keep building myself as a person learning as a person you know just so I can you know be a better better man a better father for my children you know help them be be good people you know I feel like you know they're off on the right foot and being good people you know it's just beautiful just to watch somebody that's learning from you grow up and navigate their own ways and become their own person it's a, it's a beautiful thing to see man you know can't be nothing but thankful for it if you made it this far in the episode thank you I appreciate you and uh, I'm going to take one break again and uh we'll be back one of the things i've been catching myself saying a lot in conversations and just mainly to myself is uh what does that mean <laughs> like that's that's what i'm that's what i'm living by for this year in 2019 is just constantly asking what does that mean because at the end of the day what does certain stuff really mean like to you like does it really matter or is it just something that's like you know it's just something that's just like not really that big of a deal but you're making that big of a deal or is it really that big of a deal or like does it really matter that much to you like you know like I had um 
know somebody that's going through some stuff, you know, as far as like trying to, you know, deal with their situation with their, uh, with their significant others, with their, not their significant other, but like with their, um, their baby mama, they have baby mama drama, pretty much. <laughs> and, um, baby mama got a, got a new boyfriend, whatever, but, uh, which isn't the problem, I, homeboy like he don't care you know like he he moved on like she moved on like it's fine but like the new boyfriend is like like saying he's gonna be he's gonna be the the father to like my homeboy's child and like tell my homeboy like he's not gonna be able to see his child or like that you know like my homeboy flipped out because he's like who the fuck is this dude like i take care of my kid what the fuck are you like who like who are you telling me that i'm not gonna see my child and like you know my homeboy called me talking to me, he was like, he was so angry that he was just, he was, he, he started crying because he was so mad, because like, he's like, oh, I want to hurt this dude, but I, like, I told him, I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, like, he has no power and, and no, no say in you seeing and not seeing your kids, so like, what does that even mean, like, you know, you and the baby mom already got a, a core situation and schedule set up to when you do have your your child and and stuff like that so like he don't have no power over the court so what does his words even mean to you like his words hold no weight no value like he literally cannot stop you from seeing your camera like, it just doesn't make any sense like he can the dude can say that all he wants to but like what does that even mean like you you have you have no power to do. You're just a guy that's dating the baby mama, which I mean, like, they both clearly don't don't care anymore about trying to be together. But like, you're telling a, a man that's in this child's life that he's not gonna be able to see his kids anymore, and that like you're gonna be you're gonna be the uh, the child's father, and you're gonna change the child's last name or your name like just some just some wild ego shit dude but it's like dog like it ain't even worth getting mad over it ain't worth giving him that that power and that energy to even get you to that point where you want to bring harm to this person because at the end of the day what does it mean like he don't matter to you like your child knows who you are your child knows that you're their father you know what I mean so it's like what is that? That 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 matters none. It matters none. And like, just keep doing what you have to do. You know, following the the guidelines that the court laid out for y'all to you know have y'all respectable times with y'all child, and, and just keep it moving. But like, it's, 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 I, was, I was just telling him, dog. I was like, what does that mean? Like, what does what does this guy words mean to you? Like. Shouldn't mean shit, honestly. Because like, his, his words, his words have no weight. It shouldn't have no weight to you, especially. But, like even like, I don't know. It's just, what does that mean? Like, all right. I don't know. It's just, I just like, I apply that to like a bunch of stuff nowadays. It's like, all right, cool. You got bills to be paid. You know, you know they gotta be paid. 
what does that mean? Like, you either gonna get these motherfuckers paid or you're not. It's, there's no there's no middle ground on shit like that. Like, there's middle ground in gray areas on certain stuff, but it's like, some stuff is just clear cut and dry. It's like, what does that mean? Like, you, you, what you stressing about? Like, you know what, you know what you gotta do. You know what you had and been having to take care of. But there's also like people worry about dumb shit. Like, I don't understand how people really care about how many people are following them on social media. And like, I ain't gonna lie, I used to be that person when I was like in my teens and in my early 20s, like when I didn't have like no real like responsibilities. I was just a broke college kid and I was worried about, oh, I can't have more, I can't be following more people than that follow me, like, just goofy shit like that, like, that makes no sense, and by the time I turned fucking 23, I was like, what the fuck does this even mean, I don't give a shit about this, I'm like, that's, that's dumb, but yet, I mean, there's people my age and older that, like, literally live for the attention of people tapping twice on their picture that they don't even know in real life. What does that mean? Like, what does what does that mean? Like, I can see if you getting paid from them likes, now that's different. Like, I salute you on that shit. But if you're just a regular ass person like myself, what does that really mean at the end of the day? What does what does social media really mean? Because I know like some people can put like too much stock into social media, and sometimes you got to detox from that shit and just be be ghost from it for a while because it is it is a an addictive problem even with these phones man it's an addictive problem it just need to sometimes just like all right i need a break i'm gonna slide on this shit for a hot minute then i'll get back to it at some point because if you don't you'll fucking go insane worrying about the thoughts and the concerns of people on their phone even people that can that you can lean on in real life for real life situations like somebody on social media ain't gonna take care of your child when you're sick when your child's sick and you need help like they ain't gonna look out for you they just be like oh get well soon sad face emoji <laughs> like that's it man you can't rely on social media and people that you just know of via social media if you don't have no real like relationship with these people it's just it's just crazy how much people really it's really another like it's really I guess a virtual reality or a different world or something like that cause like some people be on social media and just being a complete totally different person and that's crazy but then again it's not crazy because people do that in real life some people be one person at home but then like when they out and about they somebody else and some people gotta be that way for different reasons but like I'm just talking about the people that's just I don't know people that do corny stuff everybody done something corny at some point but at the end of the day what the fuck does it even mean what does it mean I don't know (laughs) 
So this past weekend, I went and saw um, Avengers Endgame. And, uh, man, it was, like, by far one of the best movies I've seen in the past decade or two, honestly. Like, uh, I don't want to give any spoilers, so I'm not going to give any spoilers. But next week, I'm going to talk about the movie in full detail. So if you ain't seen it by next week, you just bugging at this point. Like, I had to make sure I went and saw it this past weekend because I did not want to be that person. That was just like wondering, you know, trying to avoid listening to certain podcasts and stuff because I didn't want to hear any spoilers and I didn't want to go there for a whole week. Like I, I got, I got to the movie Sunday. You know, thing it wouldn't be as busy, but it was still busy. Like multiple shows were sold out, and like the one show that I did make it to only seats they really had was like the front two rows like and it was IMAX so it was just right there under the big ass screen and it was one seat in like the top right corner still available I was like I want that one right there I'm not sitting right in front of that big ass screen my vision is already horrible and trash I ain't gonna make it worse but it was amazing man it better win like it better win something at the Oscars like I don't even care about the award shows like that but this movie definitely deserved it and, you know, it it just took you on a a roller coaster of of emotions. At least it did for me. And it was just a good it was just a good ass movie. Like I don't know how else to put it besides that. It was just a great movie. And like for it to be three hours long, it it had to be that long. So it wasn't like cramming stuff. Like it it didn't feel it didn't feel dragged out. It didn't also feel rushed. It just seemed like it just it was. It was perfect. It was a perfect movie. And, man, I, I I definitely enjoyed myself. I'm definitely going to go see it about another two more times. You know, me and my friend Dave, we got a bet going on right now, you know, saying that I believe it's going to make $2 billion worldwide by Sunday. He think it's not going to make $2 billion. So we got a bet, like, Come Sunday morning, you know, when those numbers come out, it's going to be. So what the numbers are, and if, if I'm if the numbers on my side, he got to pay to go see a end game when we go see it. But if it's under two billion, I got to pay. So it's just a little a little friendly gentleman's bet that we got going on because we old dudes and still trying to find ways to be competitive <laughs> but I don't see why I don't I don't like it made 1.2 billion dollars in three days he's giving me a whole week for him to make what 800 million like I think it's doable I think he said like the the fastest growing movie to 2 billion dollars was like I think it was like 42 days. I think it was Avatar, but this movie is just so good, man. I was telling him, like, dude, you got to think about the fact that most of the theaters, especially in America, were sold out for this movie before the, like, you had to get your tickets, like, in advance. So there's still multiple people that have not seen the movie. And there's still people that want to see the movie again. I was like, I don't know, to me it was a no-brainer, but... We'll find out 
We'll find out next Sunday when those numbers come out. Well, we'll find out this Sunday when the numbers come out. And next week episode, I'll, you know, let you guys know if I got the short end of, of that stick or not in that deal. But I, I'm pretty confident in the fact that I'm going to win. I'm going to go get to see this movie again for free on his dime. But as always, man, I appreciate everybody that tunes in and listen to the podcast each week. You know, um, definitely want to have another hiccup like I did last week. We're trying to switch schedules, work schedules and and stuff like that. And yeah, and then outside of that, man, just keep keep grinding, keep striving, keep progressing. Shit hard, life is hard, but you know we we blessed enough to be here, so make the best of it, man. Like it's it's still still be bothering and boggling my mind that you know what I mean that Nip ain't here no more, and that and that's a real that's by one of the realest wake up calls I've had as far as like referring to death in a long time. So like. Get out here, be the best you. Don't try to be nobody else. Don't try to be somebody you see on social media. Be the best you for yourself, for your loved ones. Man, just try to make the best life, best as you can. Like, appreciate yourself. Find your happiness. You know what I mean? Don't don't chase material things. Like that'll come when it comes. Focus on the things you need over the things you want. You know what I mean? Love yourself, man. If you love yourself, shit. You ain't got to worry about nobody else loving you. If somebody else does decide to love you, then that's great. But at the end of the day, you love yourself. A lot of times, the stuff that I do be saying I do apply it to myself because I feel like the biggest hypocrite. If I'm not practicing what I'm preaching, and like it does, it does help me a lot, you know, to do these podcasts. And when I'm having my down moments, you know, I listen back, and it's even more like it. I don't know, it's a good. Resurgence and like good reminder for myself as well. Like you know, like you know, shit ain't gonna always be bad. You know, shit'll get better. It's just you know, the rough patch right now. You know what I mean? Just trying to find my balance between these ups and downs. Because when the ups are up, man, they be up. They be lit. Life be good, but when the downs be down, fuck, they be down. I don't Oh man And I be getting down about stuff that I know I shouldn't be getting down about Because there's literally Not much I can do about it But then there's also stuff I get down Like I know that it's solely Solely my fault And Yeah and I gotta Figure out how to get it from Being down about it 
Yeah, man. And I always got a good reminder to circle back to, like, things could always just be worse than what they are. Like, people in Flint, Michigan still don't have clean water, and that just, that, that, that shit really bothers me. been five years if there's no excuse for it um i kind of think i know why I'm, I'm sure why it bothers me because like flint i guess it's like a small it's a small place but it kind of reminds me of like back home back in back in harvey like it like harvey's a small poverty driven place I guess I, I, I feel like I, like I don't know like it, stuff that I've seen the research I've done about Flint like it it reminds me of of Harvey and uh, like I'm, I'm pretty sure that's why it bothers me a lot because that could easily be my hometown and it wouldn't matter and and it hurts and then. And just also on the simple fact, like like these are human beings. Period. Maybe it's because like it's mostly a poverty town that's majority black. Aside from that point, it's just a simple fact that these are. It's just down to the the simplest thing, man. Like these are human beings who don't have clean water in America in 2019. There's no, there's zero excuse for it. I mean, zero excuse for it to happen, and zero excuse for it to still continue to be going on. And like the, the side effects that these people have to live with for the rest of their lives from dealing with this water crisis, it's just fucking heartbreaking, man. And I want to do something about it so bad, but it's like at the end of the day, I'm one man. In one place, like I don't know, I don't know what I would do to have to rally up some form of change for these people in Flint. But I honestly, truly want to try and figure it out because it is something that I think about on a day-to-day -day basis. But I don't know where to start. y'all for tuning in appreciate y'all as always and uh, live learn share and repeat and i will i'll let y'all next week man be safe though